Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 14 in the book of 2 Corinthians. We're in the treasure and jars of clay section. Let me read. This is from chapter 4, verse 7. First, our verse from yesterday. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Then he's going to describe what it's like to be one of these showers of the power of God. We are afflicted in every way. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. So let's describe what it's like to be a worker for Jesus, just on the downside. He describes himself in verse 8, well, verse 7, as being a jar of clay made out of dirt, dirt, clay, dust. Verse 8, he says he's afflicted in every way and perplexed. Verse 9, he's persecuted. Verse 9, he's struck down. Always carrying, verse 10, in the body, the death of Jesus. And in that, I think he's saying he's suffering like him. He's resembling him in suffering, and he's representing him in suffering. Always being given over to the death for the sake of Jesus. So death is at work in us, that is, the Christian workers. So that's kind of the, the, the on the negative column. Let's look on the positive column. So though we're afflicted, we are not crushed, but not crushed, but not driven to despair, but not forsaken, but not destroyed. And the reason he's carrying the death of Jesus is so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies, that is, indwelling. It makes me think of John 14, 23, when the Father, Son, and Spirit say, we will come to him and make our home with him. So all these negative things that we just talked about, the positive thing is that, is that so the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies and so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. And then finally, but life in you. So I'm struck today by the difficulties of being a pastor. It seems like every day in every way, there's difficulties of mental difficulties, perplexed, and also difficulties of body, persecutions, uh, physically, the stress and strain of it. So there's a difficulty of being a pastor, but and there's this identity of being a pastor that is suffering with Jesus and specifically resembling Jesus, resembling him in his suffering, 
and then representing him being that uh, example to the world. So that's kind of all the, the tough stuff. But remember, it's that's not all. There's another side of this. It's not fatal. It's not final. It's not forsaking. So all these difficulties that we're talking about, these things are supposed to be forming. So they're not fatal. They're not final. They're not forsaking. They're supposed to be forming in the uh, development of the spiritual life of his congregation. That is, Jesus may be manifested and manifesting in the mortality of the pastor, in the difficulties of the pastor, but also in the maturity and the formation of the spiritual forming of his congregation. So we see here that the Lord is enabling the call. He's giving, I think, special grace to those who have been charged with the call. He's going to go on and say that this that this isn't final. This is light and temporary. It's not crushing. It's not destroying. That it's actually a lightweight compared with the heavy weight of glory that's that's uh, coming. The life of Jesus is manifested in these Christian workers, in our pastors, as the inner self is being renewed day by day that they get a glimpse of this eternal weight of glory that's coming and that is beyond beyond compare and that it's not transient, it's eternal. We get this treasure now that is knowing him and knowledge of him in in real time. So one of the things that's buoying and supporting uh, our pastors amidst, amidst this perplexity and persecutions and difficulties with the body is the joy of knowing him. They get this treasure uh, currently. So th- the bottom line here today is, is a is the context of this passage, and he's been in been on this context for. Uh, more than two chapters, it's three chapters in a row now, about leaders. And the leaders are, uh, on the downside, perplexed and persecuted and struck down. But they are the ones that are, in a sense, not sufficient unless they're enabled by the Lord. They are the ones that are bringing the fragrance, the aroma of the Lord to uh, the people. And the Lord is the one that's commissioning them. He's the one that's making them uh, competent. He's the one that's making them sufficient. He's the one that's unveiling himself to the pastors so that he, so that they can help us. So I think the, the the bottom line here that I got out of this is try to be a joy to your pastor. It sounds like their job is difficult enough. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.